But How about she just you turn the music down. I would I'll put show my you shirt. my six pack. <laughs> we can call it even. <laughs> no harm done. Yeah, we both get a little something. I'm just here to share. It's good. Are you having fun there? Yes, I'm. Just doing a little science physics oh, experiment. Really? Yeah, what's the experiment? With my wine glass. Okay, go. Ahead. I'm trying to see uh-huh. how the orbit of the su- of the of the sun works mm-hmm. through the wine glass. Uh-huh. And conclusion is, uh-huh. uh, water doesn't act like planets in space. Okay. Well, that's you we know, can rule that out. That's a useful hypothesis now. It doesn't act in any. It doesn't. It's act not at all any, relevant. Yeah, it's, it's completely dependent on different. my hand moving. And it's just it was basically bullshit. no parallel. But you know, mm. science is sometimes about finding a wrong answer and being happy to move past that. You know. It's all about the exploration of knowledge, not the end result. That's why it's that's why it's good. That's why they call it science. This week, this episode is brought to you by science. So science trademark. Actually, we had to pay a lot of money to be able to mention that. Um, so we it should was, it make was a, a bad sponsorship deal for us. Yes, we <laughs> we got no advertising, yeah. and uh, we had to pay. Money. We're actually sponsoring science this week. Yeah. So yeah, forty thousand um, dollar investment. And please pledge to us so we can <laughs> we can make start good. to make money again. Yeah, and give money to science. I mean, lately. at all, we haven't been making money. Yeah, for all you know, and I, we and we I don't know. You don't know. I don't know either. I think we're still just losing money. Speaking of other things, we lost this Not week. On equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Not on equipment. No, this is this is this is gonna make its money back. Gonna amortize the costs over months. Mm. That's a good red wine. That's the galaxy you just drank, Michael. That's a good red wine. What brand red wine was that? Uh, Coles. Coles brand. Coles home brand. <laughs> wow. red wine. I didn't realize it's home brand. Yeah, I found it, would... it in the vinegar aisle uh, <laughs> with the with all the olive oils. But uh... you know when it says red wine vinegar, it's not it's not red wine. That's just that's just vinegar. Did no. it taste Did it taste different to normal wine? Uh, tasted. I mean, nothing worth doing is easy <laughs> so true. in terms of taste this was very difficult yeah but uh it was worth doing because that that's that, the same it just proves that you could yeah so, because yeah you know, i mean rolling tasted, stones did it taste good no no <laughs> but wait wine's not meant to taste good it's meant to meant to it's get meant to get you drunk down yeah. it's just a challenge yeah so like every sip you take you should yeah, be like good. oh what is i can't even cope with this why am i doing this yeah. to myself what is wrong i think you know i do this every day where am i 10 a.m 3 a.m 7 p.m why won't my wife talk to me yeah yeah i mean it's all it's a challenge that's the whole that's the whole that's it. what they call a connoisseur you know yeah they don't call it they don't call it a connoisseur for nothing cause they don't that's for sure because it's, it's got a meaning yeah oh gosh you're wearing a hood nice timber Nice timber. Timber. Tambourine. Tambour. What are we talking about today, Nick? What are we talking about today? Yeah. Well, we don't really have a question. So. Something something happened to you this week. That's true. You became a man. Before we get there, I'm going to say welcome to Deep Fort. And that way, I know when to put the intro music. So welcome to Deep Fort. Did we change the theme song? We changed the theme song. I've actually changed it. It's now the theme song from Postman Pat. Nice. Yeah. It's going man. a bit retro. We're also sponsored by Postman Pat the movie this week. Oh, I'm now in theaters. Unbearable to sit through. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to try because good things require a lot yeah. of 
Yeah. Even if they feel like shit. Even if it tastes like vinegar, you got to know that it's part of the deal. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. So this is a podcast. Weird happened to you this week. Let's talk about the weird things that happened to me uh, this week first. This is Michael right? speaking. So, um, why did you say that? Just because you said my name already. I think we we forget sometimes to introduce ourselves. Okay. Sorry, Nick. Uh, hello. My name is Michael. I'm Nick. Are you, yeah, You'd already said that. I just well, I oh, throw it out there. It's We've hard. Got... Okay. Hello. Hello. I'm Michael. So recognize this voice as Michael's voice. Separate that in your brain from my voice, which is belonging to Nick. Okay. Uh-huh. Got it. Welcome to so Deep Four. Weird this okay, things no, we've that, done that. Yeah, weird things that happened to me this week, and then we'll do you. Okay. I uh, I spilled a bit of glass in the bathroom. I started a, a petition time. for 100,000 people. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's... Sorry, did you... No, you, you finish yours. That's all right. No, I think yours. I think we should start with yours. Start with mine. Yeah. So, what happened to you? Well, I accidentally started a petition by deliberates, and it became slightly popular. Ah. With um, with the like a virus, like a virus, it spread around the internet. Well, that we should say first of all, the sad thing was that Robin Williams died. Yes, and that was uh, what, what day did that he? Was... What day did he die? Mm, Tuesday. We found out Tuesday. Monday? Dan, uh, I think it was Tuesday. Yeah. Because I was, I think I was going to work, and Dan messaged me at about seven thirty and just said Robert Williams just topped himself. <laughs> so I remember I was waiting for the bus. Yeah. Googled that, and he had done that. Topped himself. Yeah. Which was super shocking, and yeah. it took me a good three days to properly not kind of be thinking about that all day. Yeah. I was, I was weirdly emotionally kind of rattled by that. It's, it's strange because, you know, you, we hear about people dying, like famous people die, you know, each year. Yeah. And most of the time it's, it's just an age thing or a right disease over. thing. And it's someone that you sort of knew, but you didn't really have a connection to. Yeah. But I think this is sort of one of the first ones, you know, maybe other than say Heath Ledger or something, which had a little bit of resonance for this generation, but most of them seem yeah. to be like a slightly older one. And this was one of the ones where it's like, this was someone that all of us grew up with, you know, from a basically childhood age yeah. um, and grew to appreciate, you know, immensely. And then there was the, the kind of suicide element, which brought brings a death uh, a whole different, a whole other level of shocking mm-hmm. and... Uh, well, I mean, why is why do you think that is? Why do you think it's the suicide that makes it because shocking? because it's that contrast of he seems happy, he seems funny, he's making us happy. How can he have done this to himself? And, yeah. and it's but that, I mean, you we were. I mean, I I knew about his depression. He was pretty vocal about his depression and stuff yeah. beforehand. So why should it be? Shocking? And I think he was bipolar. Is that right? Yeah, I've heard that. A uh, that. He definitely, definitely knew used, about his cocaine yeah, and alcohol. Drug use. Um, so why why is it why is um, someone who's got cancer we know they're kind of dwindling away and then I mean someone who's kind of been in in rehab a bunch of times. Yeah, and, I mean it doesn't in that context in that historical context it's not surprising I suppose but the surprise is that it did happen. Yes, like that was what yeah. occurred. Um, and and out of nowhere, because the thing with a disease is most of the time, I mean, not most of the time, sometimes, um, did Hitchens, no, Hitchens, we knew about it for a while. Yeah. Um, someone, oh, Michael Crichton, 
Michael Crichton, who wrote Jurassic Park, the book, and all these sort of futuristic scientific things, um, was writing, publishing books, and then died. And then the family put out a um, like a statement, being like, for the past two years, Michael Crichton has been dealing with some kind of cancer or something like that. And he just kept it entirely private. Didn't mention it, didn't tell anyone about it. Obviously, his family and everything knew, and he was slowly succumbing to it. But in terms of the publicity, it was like, alive, 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 alive. Nope, now he's gone. And that suddenness of not having seen it coming is is the shock, I think. Yeah, I mean, Robin Williams was still doing kind of things, but you'd almost kind of written him off. Like, you wouldn't really... He wasn't really a draw card. You wouldn't... Like, he had that show. I mean, none of us went out of our way to watch that show. Which one? The one he did with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yes, which I'd heard nice, actually, vaguely, yeah, of of the comedies of last year. It did get cancelled, but people people who liked it. The Lucky Ones, I think. Lucky Ones, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, I mean... He had done some good good dramatic work. Amazing. And the thing I like about the response on the whole... On, on Robin Williamson's death is that is there's been some really nice articles. Russell Brand wrote a really beautiful piece on it. Um, and there's been like a general good uh, kind of promotion of um, that awareness mm. uh, of the disease. Um, but a, I'm seeing a lot of clips of his dramatic stuff yeah. rather than his comedy. Yeah. Which is you nice saw to be reminded of. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you, you see that clip of, um, of like Goodwill Hunting yeah. and stuff and you're like, Fuck, this guy was a really, really good actor. Mm-hmm. And Insomnia as well. And One Hour Photo, which I loved, which yeah. which, which as a premise now is not something you can do because we don't have that kind of... Um, we don't have photoshops anymore. But like that was super creepy portrayal. And Insomnia is great, even though he's not in it too much. But yeah, getting that reminder of the, the range that he had. And even in, you know, like his last few movies always were things like RV. Do you remember RV and like that? He sort of screwed family and not, not quite in the way that like society lost interest and respect in like Eddie Murphy. Like it it never quite felt like, Oh, Mm. he's just got no sense of taste anymore. I don't think it was his sense of taste. I think it was his um, ability to, he wasn't, it couldn't relate to him anymore. I don't think on a very, I don't know. Well, I think. Uh, I mean, I, I, I would never say that I kind of related to him. No, related. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's what I intended to say, but maybe didn't. Like, I couldn't relate to him previously. Like, what are you referring to? Um, Do you think that he became more like celebrity yeah. distant? Uh, there's a word that I can't think of right now. I uh, can't think of the word. I'm going to spend too much time thinking about yeah. it if I don't stop. I mean, I, I always like appreciated and liked it, but it, it wasn't like I was like, oh yeah, man, I've, I've been there. I get what he's talking about, or like in terms of his stand-up. Or... Yeah, it's not really... Mm, like technologically, in terms of almost technology... Um, oh, so he wasn't sort of... He wasn't present in the way that modern celebrities sort of people are did, I don't visible. Think people needed him anymore. That's true. That's Comedy had, had like the upstarts had gone on and, and overtaken in terms of the kind of films that were being made and the kind of comedy that the audiences were relating to. I think he was funniest when he was, you know, some of his early stand-up. Same, same, same way as Eddie Murphy, when they're young and they've got this kind of vitality and 
uh, and they're all, you know a little messed up probably at the time. But his yeah, but they got like that urge, cocaine. like that des- that drive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they get a bit older, kind of just get a bit blander, or I don't they, know, yeah, they life soften. Just kind of and and at a certain point when you have that success, the um, hardships that were forcing yeah. an edge of the art, um, you know, they smooth, diminish. You, they smooth. They round off your edges. Yeah, I guess. But you know, I still think he had a, a sense of taste though. Because he was willing to do things, you know, like that, that thing Louis with Louis, yeah. yeah, which is fucking great and is so haunting now to watch as well. Well, uh, you know, I heard about, uh, apparently, this is a Family Guy episode where Robin Williams is in the episode and he jokes about, uh, he has a failed suicide attempt. Really? It's like season 12, and apparently in England, on they were airing it on the BBC yeah. as it's just a rerun. Oh, God. And straight after the episode, Complaints. they announced... Oh, really? Yeah. Holy it shit. It was like the weirdest timing. There's like a few articles about oh. it. So well, I saw something crazy. Um, I think some like forum poster somewhere just on like on the internet somewhere was saying, just said, oh, got a bad feeling about Robin Williams. He's going to die soon. What? And then like two days later he died, which is just that kind of random coincidence shit, which just yeah. happens. But um, yeah, I, I mean... It, it, let, let's... let's um... Let's talk about the thing that you did. <laughs> yeah. So. What'd you uh, do? On a so, whim. Yeah. So explain when you came up with the idea and expl- like take us through that. Well, I was, I was reading through like the articles and the comments and stuff about. At what time? Like how soon <sighs> after is this? Well, I was reading that stuff on the day of it, you know, yeah. I guess the Tuesday. So Tuesday. And yeah. was reminded that. He like because he was a massive gamer. Like he, that was a genuine thing that he did. And you know, sometimes you know, celebrities say, "Yeah, oh, I play games," but they really don't. But this, this was a guy who'd spent like hundreds of hours playing World of Warcraft. Had grown up with Nintendo stuff. Um, loved Legend of Zelda so much that he named his daughter Zelda. And this was kind of like comic, common. That was public among, knowledge like, beforehand. But yeah. I'd like I hadn't thought about Robin Williams forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I like I was reminded of that. Right. And. Um, I think even someone else had suggested, like on a, on a forum or on Reddit somewhere, oh, they should name a character after Robin in the like in the upcoming game, and that that was like a really cool idea. And on a whim, and I don't know why it was, I just decided to do that. Do what? To start a petition. So I went to change dot org and I made a petition saying, name a non playable character. So not, you know, not someone that you have control over. Just name someone that you'd encounter in this upcoming world, Robin, because this was a franchise that he liked and it would be a sweet kind of harmless tribute to do, like a really simple thing. And people were talking about how, um, you know, it would be great if they, you know, took his likeness and gave him jokes and made him say lines and, and you know, put an incarnation of him in the world. And that wasn't really what I'd... These are comments on the thing? These these were like other suggestions that had floated around. And like I, w- I have enough understanding of how the process of the game development works because being made in Japan, um, to know that that's just not... That would never happen. That's not feasible. So what I did was... So there was you knew there was a Zelda game? I knew it, it's, it had already been announced. It was already... And you pre- had, they fin- determined. had they finished it? No, it's in development. It's in the middle of being made. Oh, but right. I knew that in the next year... That game is going to land in America where they do the translation from Japanese to English. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was 
a simpler thing that they can do where they've made a game and they have to translate it all to English. They have to turn all the characters into English names. And when you do that, you pick someone in the entire world and you name that person Robin, you know, which is feasible. It's not reason. It's like, it's not difficult. And it just like could be a nice thing to do. Yeah. So I made a petition. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I didn't set a target or anything like that. Yeah. And I just started to share it to a couple so, of people. Yeah. Who did and you share it to? I shared it to Austin. I shared it to like the sort of gamey people that I know. Okay. I shared it to like five people. Yeah. And then it started to get signatures yeah. and they started to grow. How quickly? I reckon it took a couple of hours and it hit 50 or 100 couple of hours 50 or 100 after a couple of hours yeah and then a lot well see the first person to sign and i don't understand this the first person to sign it was no one that i knew so i'd made this petition and i don't know if it becomes visible somewhere or if it gets posted automatically somehow or someone is browsing the website and just spotted it but the first signature is not anyone that i knew or had shared it to so someone's downloading upon it almost immediately so these things kind of needed gain traction yeah and one of the things that the website does is basically say, if you've got 100 friends, then the friends of the friends is actually about 10,000 people. You know, So if, if you share it to someone and they all share it to someone, then the reach you've got exponentially grows, right? So they encourage you to share it. And I shared it to like five, 10 people max. Yeah, and then what happened? And it hit 100,000 signatures like five days later. Right. That's a lot of people. It's a fucking... It, it was the and weirdest craziest thing we were getting phone calls from the Uh, television networks well yeah i mean like the first thing so like it's it was slow obviously like i said the first couple of hours 50 maybe 100 signatures and it and i would watch like the time zones go past and you could see like because it shows the most recent signatures and the you'd see it go in waves so like france would all start to share it so someone would have um, signed it, put it on their Facebook page and all the French friends would like pick it up. So there'd be this wash of French. And then like, as it became like, you know, dawn would break on the next one. It like Germany would start to, and you see Italian names and stuff cause it has a location and everything like that. Right. And so in the first 24 hours, it, it reached like 6,000 signatures. And then in the next 12 hours, it hit like 20,000 signatures. And I was sitting there, so a day, day and a half later, basically. And it was like 2 a.m. and it was at 20,000. And it had had, I'd, I'd got a call that day. No, sorry. It had hit 20,000 and I was watching as, and refreshing the page at 2 a.m. And it was going up like 500 signatures every like 50, 20 seconds. Hmm. It was like mental. Like I, it, it's so strange to sit and, and watch that. And... I sat there for 20 minutes and watched it climb like just an insane amount. And I was like, I just need to put myself to bed because I could just sit here and watch it. So I went to bed and then it must have been the Thursday morning. I was woken at probably 9 a.m. by someone from change.org in Australia who had called me and been like, hey, so this is Owen from change.org. Um, you have 45,000 signatures. So in the like eight hours overnight, it had doubled. Right. And he was, and I was like, 
What did he want to talk to you about? Well, he was like, so how do you feel about doing media for this? I was like, I, what? What? Because I don't, I don't know what this is. And, and he was like, yeah, um, you know, we'll see. I'll put it out there if you want, you know, and, and see if, you know, there's any interest in, in covering the thing. And at that point I was like, I had, I'd, I'd shared it to people and I'd put it on Reddit, which is like a link submission thing. And Reddit hated it. Really? Hated it so much. So it has like an upvote, downvote thing, right? So people put it, can vote it up and it, it might get closer to the front page or people can downvote it if they don't like it. Right. And it was split. It, the total sat at zero, right? And there was like 35, 40 comments beneath it saying, this is stupid. This is the worst idea. Why would you do this? This is horrible and offensive. And God, just let the guy rest. Really? Like 40 people loathing it, right? Right. And I was like, well, fuck. And so I was seeing all these complaints being like, oh, why would they do this? This is never going to happen. This is stupid. Oh, I wish this, you know, just another asshole trying to get himself attention. You know, why, <laughs> why don't you, why didn't they um, donate money to charity instead of like this shit and all that kind of crap. And I immediately saw all the, all the counter arguments against this sort of thing. Yeah. I was like, fuck, have I done something horrible actually? Yeah. Have I actually made things worse for the family. Are they going to see this and, and, and be like, Oh, what the fuck? Like Jesus. And so I got like really worried that this might have a negative impact because it was around that time that did you, did you hear this? That, um, Zelda Williams, the daughter, um, who was on Twitter was being sent pictures of hanged bodies from assholes saying, this is your dad's body. She's being messaged, like, pictures of corpses. What the fuck? I know. Isn't that just the most fucked up thing you can do to a person? That's just, like, the most horrific, worst human thing that someone can do. Oh, my God. Is and that, like, illegal? I'm sure. I'm, oh, it's just, like, just the worst. Like, you have to just wonder about these people. Like, who the fuck thinks that that is... Like, who does that? I just don't understand who that person is. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton did it, yeah. But the... And so when that... Like, the next morning, when it was like 45,000, and I've got this phone call from this change guy, and I'd seen all the criticism of it already. And of course, that's the stuff. And I was like, fuck. This this might be a really, really bad thing. So I said to him, I don't... I don't really want to do anything. Like, I want to... My number one concern is... I don't want this to make things worse. Yeah. You know, I really, I'm worried that it's going to be bad mm-hmm. and I don't want to press it by going out and doing media shit, you know? <laughs> so, um, and he was like, oh, okay, well, you know, assuming that we're, you know, we, we play it cool. I'll, I'll see what, if there's people out there and what kind of stories they want to do, you know, cause this was also when the media was talking all about the depression and that kind of stuff was coming out yeah. and a little bit before Parkinson's sort of came through, but it was just around like, it had just made that turn sort of where like it, it had gone from the reverence. Like there was that first day where everyone was like, you just saw like every person or every celebrity, every, you know, every way you turned, it was someone saying, yeah, you know, all these nice things about it. Yeah. And it turned into like the kind of gory, examination of his death mm-hmm. 
They gave a very detailed. It's fucked, and I deliberately avoided it. Yeah, I was. I was just like, that's not. That's not cool. Why the, I didn't like. Why did they give so much information? Because because it's this morbid fascination shit. This celebrity culture. I don't know. It's just. It's horrifying. What the fascination is from the police? The police are fascinated with no, it. No, the police are doing their job. Public- but like TMZ or whatever who makes. So, makes uh, money so off they, the, like, they would say this about shit. anyone, though? Like, I think so. Do they? Do the police announce something? Do they do it for everyone? I don't think they would announce they it. I think it, it. I think it would literally be, like, someone, some media organization would pay money to get inside scoop on that kind of stuff. So I think there's probably an incentive for people in the police to leak that kind of information. But it wasn't a leak. They announced it. Did they really? Yeah. Well, they announced there was a suicide. But, like, there were pictures and stuff, weren't there? Pictures? Yeah. No. I don't know. Were there? I don't know. I, th- I thought there was, like, speculation. Like, all this... They. The, I heard that they... A spokesperson just said how he did it. Yeah. Right. the belt and everything. Well, I, I wouldn't have thought that the police would have said that. Well... Okay. I would. They would have. It would have really. It would really surprise me if the police had made a statement about the specifics of how he hanged himself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, back to. Well, yeah. So, like, I was super worried about that, but I, you know, I looked at it. It was forty five thousand, and, which is just such an insane number, and I saw the first like news Huffington Post had covered it. I had written about it. I was like, man, this is this is crazy now. Yeah. And so I was. I was like super worried I was stressing um, and so I wrote like a message I like I sent a, a message to the people that had signed it about 50,000 um, being like this is what I wanted everyone should chill down because I don't think that it's reasonable to expect them to put a physical embodiment of Robin into the game or to put like him doing stand up or anything like that all I said was just name a character that already exists as Robin when they bring the game over to, into English, you know, that kind of thing. Be respectful. I don't want to cause, like, pain to mm. anyone, um, or, like, more distress to the family and that kind of stuff. And uh, I, I put the charities that he was represented to and said that you might want to consider donating money to um, the charities that he wanted to if you wanted to make more action. And, and it was a d- direct response to all the criticism that I had seen from all the people who hated it, right. you know, cause I couldn't, you, I couldn't help but like read that stuff. It's just, it's this strange, narciss- like it, I've had such a narcissistic week. Like I feel guilty about how much time I've spent obsessing, not even obsessing, just like staring at a reflection of something that I've made. Yeah. You know? Like I, it, it is, I've been self-obsessed all week. You know, it's very, it's a weird thing. Um, like just given the the circumstances, like you know, I, I went out with you last night briefly, and there yeah. were, you know, some people coming up and saying, you know, making reference to it, and yeah. like you, there was a bit of you know, kind of you know, almost fame. Yeah, um, but I, I would hate to that. I, I would know. hate so much for this to be associated. As I know, a, but at the same time, you couldn't, you wouldn't be able to help, kind of tapping into that. I mean, it's validation. It's that Facebook-like kind yeah. of... Uh, and the reality is as well that people 
were responding to it because of the sentiment, because of the emotion. Like I was getting messages. So I, I hadn't even linked like my, like the account that I used to post on the petition to any of my stuff. Like there was no reference to how to find me elsewhere, but people had stalked me on Facebook and sent like a message to me really to say, just wanted to say that was a really nice thing that you wrote or like on Twitter, people like must've taken my name, Googled it, found my Twitter thing and sent me messages and that sort of thing. And all these random started sending right. Like Did you get nice any messages. negative kind of? I didn't get negative ones. Huh? Oh, that's good. I mean, I saw them on the science because there were always people being like, what the fuck? This is the dumbest shit, you know? Mm. And so that, that Thursday, it just, it, it grew. Um, and I didn't hear sort of any further about media stuff. So I thought, oh, okay, that's okay. Um, and then I, uh, that Thursday night, news.com.au wrote an article, which is, you know, that's that's the like hub of all Murdoch-owned media in Australia. You know, like that's, that's the one. And it was the main story on the main page of news.com.au at like nine o'clock that night. And I posted that on Facebook and, you know, got all this, you know, feedback and like, um, likes and stuff from all these people that I, you know, like that, you know, that extended bubble of Facebook connections you have that you yeah. don't actually interact with. Yeah. All those friends from school and that kind of thing. All mm. of a sudden that they must've been seeing it and mm. things. And one of them, you know, is someone who now works at SAFM and that sort of thing. So I saw that and that's, I mean, that's so fucking weird seeing that, seeing my name and this thing on the front page of like the Herald Sun and, you know, news.com.au. So I went to bed and next morning got a phone call at like quarter to seven from SAFM who wanted to um, interview me for the breakfast show. Really? Yeah. Because the person who now works there had seen the post, seen that I'd done it. And in fact, had Facebook messaged me at like 4.30 in the morning, sent me a text at six in the morning, didn't hear anything back, obviously, because I was asleep, called me at seven. And like, I hadn't spoken to this person, you know, she's lovely, but I hadn't spoken to her in like three years, say. And I roll over in bed at quarter to seven in the morning (laughs) and I see this person's phone, like name come up on my screen, like ringing on my phone. Did you do the interview? No, I didn't. Why not? Because I was like, I don't, I don't want this <laughs> it's quarter to seven i'm literally not awake mm. and so it like like i let it rung out and sent a message afterwards yeah and then this owen guy from change called i was like yeah so people have started to cover it and i'm getting requests from the project like channel 10 and that kind of thing i was like oh man yeah. and so did the project end up running anything about it i don't think so I got a call back. So they called me at 8.30 mm. and I said, yeah, I, I, they were like, D- we want to do an interview with you. Can you come into the Adelaide studios of Channel 10? Well, they wanted to do an actual... Like a video on camera interview. And mm. I was like, uh, yeah, I, I can. I'm working tonight at six o'clock, so I can't. And they're like, that's all right, we'll pre-record. And um, I was like, okay. And they said, I'll call you back in a couple of hours and give you all the details when we get the logistics sorted out. And as it turned out, they called back two hours later and they were like, oh, due to the technical problems at Adelaide, we can't we can't do it at the moment, but we're going to talk about it tonight, which I think is just basically they bumped 
the idea of the story. Okay. So I don't think it actually aired. Oh, that, um, would have been, that would have been cool. It would have been crazy. Yeah. It would have been crazy. And then, so someone else that I knew, um, you know, Nastasia. Mm-hmm. Nastasia's brother works at BTN and right. um, the ABC news show. And she said, oh, can you speak to him? Because he's going to do a story on it today. So I did a Skype interview to BTN behind the news, um, which was weird. And that did that did air. Did it? Yeah. Where is that? I need that for uh, it's, uh, How would I find it? You'd find it in ABC, I suppose. We're not gonna. We're not gonna play it now. No, no we're not. I just want to remind myself for okay. later because that sounds fucking hilarious. But um, yeah, and then like before that interview though, like I stressed out. Like I, I was freaking out. Oh, I would have um, loved because, to have been there to see you stress out. Like panic attack style. <laughs> Not not even not not because of the interview, like, just, but because like, what the fuck have I done? Like, is this just like the worst possible thing that I have set into motion? <laughs> and I was I was genuinely worried, like mm. freaking out, that this was only going to make things worse. Yeah, but it hasn't. No, um, uh, well, I hope not. No, I really hope not. Um, I think it's a nice sentiment. I'm really, I'm like happy for you. It shouldn't be. I know, I know, I know, It's like, it would be the most like horrible, disgusting thing to turn this into some sort of career. Like if this is the thing which makes any sort of thing happen for me, I would, I would, I would hate it. Well, I mean. I couldn't, I, I couldn't deal with it. I don't think it would though. Like I think. You know, it it's it's a nice thing to say, like in the future, I guess. But you know, yeah, it's you know, I don't think people will probably stick with it for too no. long. Um, but about about his death, I was wanted to ask you that yeah. about um, with the Parkinson's that you mentioned earlier, when they yeah. when his wife came out and said he was dealing with that. Did you think that um, that information? made it easier to deal with the with the fact that he killed himself it's impossible to know what he was thinking um i i i didn't think it changed anything for me i don't think i don't think it's something that you can rationalize in a logical series of steps where like if you if it, if he didn't have parkinsons it would have been inexplicable. But now that he has Parkinson's, it totally makes sense. I don't think that's... I don't think it totally makes sense, but it softens the impact a little because bit. Because you feel like in the future we would have lost him anyway. No, but I could... It's more understandable that someone would do it with that information. With knowing that they have this debilitating disease. Had he attempted suicide previously? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I, to, to me, it doesn't. I mean, given that we only found out about it now. I mean, the, she, she, the wife caught it early, right? Like early on Parkinson's. So I don't think that he would have really. It didn't sound like he'd been suffering from any of those symptoms yet. Like it doesn't seem like that. Strikes me as the. But- to do it before the that point where you you don't have the option anymore because it'd be I'm assuming there'd be a part 
I mean, if you have full Parkinson's, sorry, but full Parkinson's, like, it just sounds weird. The worst. But if you have, like, the whole Parkinson's kind of kit, um, <laughs> does it, would you be able to even kill yourself? Would you have the core? Oh my god! No, what? Are you but, but, what? Like, no. is there a point in Parkinson's? No, Maybe, like, of if I kill myself now, I still have the coordination. I no. can tap out. No, there'll be a point. That's that's awful. Why? It's a genuine. I question. think people can kill themselves anyway. In any at any point, it would be harder to do kill yourself with Parkinson's. <sighs> Just no. I'm not even going to say that. You you don't. Yeah, no, that was... Mm-hmm. Okay, we won't talk about that. Yeah, I think that that... To me, that might characterise one aspect of it, but I, it's impossible to know what he was thinking, you know. If you're going to play it that um, simple, whereas, like, he had Parkinson's, so that's that's why it was easier. That's maybe why he did it. Then you have to play the other card, which is, well, he had kids. Well, he was happy. Well, he was rich. If you want to play simplistic... But yeah. the reality is that depression is not something which is um, quantifiable in simple terms like that. the The mindset is not, it's not, it's not a pros and cons list. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, we should. Pro- what are time we're at? Fuck, we're at thirty seven minutes. We should probably um, say. The uh, website name is there a website name for the change.org? Well, I mean, it, it doesn't Do you really want to say the thing. Well, it's kind of over now, it's over because Nintendo responded, so right, so they heard it and they will consider it. So okay. the signatures don't really, there's no need to keep going with them. Okay, and yeah. how are you like, are you feeling all right? Well, in the I, I um, in the first update which I sent out. Because like, I also started to worry about, like, Nintendo. Because when, when I started it, I was, you know, I had no expectation that it would have any sort of mass behind it that could have any sort of effect. But as it started to grow, um, you know, to the 45,000 or whatever, I realised what a horrible position it was It was put Nintendo in. Because they can't come out and say, no, we're not going to do it. Because you, can you imagine saying no yeah. when you've had 50,000? Like, it just... A PR disaster. So they can't say no. Yeah. They also don't want to say yes because they don't want to respond. We don't negotiate with terrorists. Yeah. We don't want to be able to be seen that if we can get 100,000 people or 50,000 people to sign this thing, there's evidence that Nintendo is going to follow it, you know. So they were put in this impossible position and I had worked that out. So in the first memo, I wrote a, a note to sort of the fans when I was clarifying everything about what I was what I had originally asked for, which was basically like, if they do it, that's amazing. If they don't do it, that's fine as well because it's just a nice way, like it shows that the sentiment that all these people had about the gaming side of um, what he'd you know, given to the world. But if they make another statement, like if they make another action or just issue a statement about it, that's, that's fine. That's a nice thing. So I wanted to give them an out basically. And yeah. that's what they did. They made a statement. They didn't say yes and they didn't say no. They said, we've heard it, we'll consider it, but we, we can't talk about it right yeah. now. And well, I think it's cool that you talked to Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. It, it's weird. It's weird to think of all the 
like the one that really got me as 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 crazy as news.com.au was when i saw that a website called ign had written an article about it like i've read that gaming website for like 15 years i've read their coverage of of games mm. and they put that up and i was thinking i know the people i've followed the people at this website for like 15 years and they wrote this thing like that one just broke my mind mm. i couldn't like i just couldn't process it that's cool and it's the same thing with nintendo because you know the public figures mm. that were that had seen that thing and had to make a choice about what to do would have been more impressed with playstation but uh, <laughs> whatever yeah there's no more tea left there's no more tea. i was gonna do that as part of do the you want bit. some of my tea this hasn't no. This hasn't been a very funny episode, no. but it's been an interesting thing happened. So. It was it was a really really oddly stressful week. How many times did you jerk off? Um, not enough, evidently. Did you jerk off less? Probably. Yeah. But I think as a world, stress. as a world, we also jerk, we jerked off. You think? You, you think in the wake of Robin Williams' sometimes death? Sometimes when I'm stressed, jerk off a little bit more, more than average. Yeah. Particularly when there's a celebrity suicide. You're like, okay, I know what I need to do. Mm. Mm. I was going to make a joke then, but I didn't. Are you happy? Good for you. Good for you. You wouldn't have liked it. <laughs> you would not have liked it. That's all right. Is um, that a wrap? I think that's about a wrap. You're right. It wasn't a very funny episode. No impression this week. No impression. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, God. No. <laughs> oh, I hey, saw that. I'm not. Yeah, I'm no, not. Okay. But, uh, Jimmy Fallon did one, actually. It really? was very tasteful. No, yeah. Okay. Uh, when he I need to watch that. he announced yeah. the thing and it was like a part of a tribute for him so it was it wasn't he did it and he did a really good job of did it. you see the Conan clip yes I did that was that was crazy because you that yeah. was like the moment that they found out the thing I thought about that was what if one of them just started laughing <laughs> I mean it's like TV terrifying like, right we're Co- like Conan O'Brien Andy it's Rick a funny did. show I'm guessing the mood of like is there someone that would have just gone I would have been the one to have gone yeah it was like fuck, fuck. yeah <laughs> yeah but uh they did a good job of they're professionals laughing. yeah and will will arnett's had some some tough things happen to him so really uh, let's talk about will arnett next okay. week okay will arnett podcast next week um uh, a river dead she well we forgot last week that um deepfort.podbean.com mm. deepfort at gmail.com facebook.com slash deepfort twitter.com slash deepfort change though Change the dog slash pit Um. Uh. Well, this has been. What are you gonna do now? What are you gonna do tonight? I'm gonna go jerk off. <laughs> you've got a lot of pent up. You got a whole week. Stress. You've been saving week. up for. <laughs> oh God! Let's not put it like that. <laughs> uh, All right. Good night. Arrivederci. <laughs>